0: Welcome to the WTJX Newsfeed. In today's top stories, Director of Festivals Ian Turnbull says the 71st annual Cruising Christmas Festival has been going great so far. We speak with the winner of the Calypso Monarch Competition, Karen Lady Mac McIntosh Bruce. According to the Department of Labor, the workers' compensation rate sees a slight increase as we go into 2024. These stories and more on today's WTJX News Feed.
1: From the Virgin Islands Public Broadcasting System studios on St. Croix, this is the WTJX News Feed with Marcelina Ventura-Douglas.
0: Welcome to the WTJX News Feed, bringing you the latest news and updates throughout our community.
2: This is what I'm talking about, school chicken. Christian style. Christian Festival
0: 2024. Residents and visitors on St. Croix are continuing to enjoy the activities of the 71st annual Cruisian Christmas Festival. Hundreds flocked to the town of Frederickstead yesterday for the annual food fair celebration and again early this morning for Juve. Director of Festivals Ian Turnbull says this year's festivities have been going great.
3: We've been, um, you know, really trying to push the envelope with, with, you know, not just the performances in the village, but also uh, with the whole entire package, the whole entire product. Um, I know at first, um, you know, there was a lot of concerns about some of the activities in the village, uh, i.e. the pageants, uh, but with the record number of people who attended, you know, uh, and the opportunity for it to be free to the public, it really, really brought out a lot of people. Those, those two first nights uh, ended up You know, first three nights ended up being, you know, some of the bigger, heavier nights um, in the village thus far.
0: The end of festival is drawing near, and the children's parade starts tomorrow afternoon in the town of Fredericksted, and will air on WTJX-TV Channel 12. We're
3: ready. Um, I just got off the phone with uh, Kendall Henry, who is my um, parade parade, um, marshal or the committee chair for parades. So he's ready. He's already, um, you know, started um doing what he has to do we've had you know i would say easily 100 meetings with vipd so that we don't have bottlenecks at the end of the parade uh, we have our parade marshals they will be carved they will be dressed in, in clothing so that you know who they are you know you know that they're there to essentially um ensure um you know order order for the parade you don't want any gaps on top of not wanting any gaps we want people to have a good time so we have some things in place to, to ensure those things and we just want people to come out and have a safe time but uh, also help us help you be able to build the product so that more people could come and their troops got bigger and people can make more money and the community can make more money in a home
0: while there was a snag in the original lineup of activities with the cancellation of the calypso monarch competition After disputes with Calypsonians being opposed to it being held in the village, Mr. Turnbull said the department is willing to hold discussions for the following festival year.
3: That cultural component of Calypso Monarch, you know, to be frank, it's it's losing itself, right? So what better way to make it gain traction again than to put it in a platform? It's only done once a year. So we want to eliminate that from being a once a year type of thing where it's only just carnival or festival. We want it to happen year round. But the only way to do that is to is to have um, inclusion. And inclusion means kids, young younger the younger generation of people being able to take part in it, seeing it. They're not gonna pay for a ticket to go to a Calypso Monarch. So if it's in the village, then they're gonna come and see it for free and gain knowledge and gain an understanding of the culture. So it's our way of building back the culture, building back these things that you know, we're past times, but, you know, again, it just has to be a deeper conversation with, with um, you know, some of these different stakeholders so that they understand our vision and understanding that we're not working in a silo, but we're really working to, to benefit everyone.
0: Despite the December 27th cancellation in the Festival Village, St. Croix Calypsonians United held the annual Calypso Monarch Competition on January 1st at the Island Center for the Performing Arts. Season Calypsonian Karen Lady Mac Macintosh Bruce was crowned the 2024 winner. She credits her family legacy in helping her to achieve that goal.
4: Well, my background began uh, hearing my grandmother singing in the house ethel Macintosh. Mahogany um, Road is uh, renamed in her honor for keeping the culture. She was a carousel queen. Listening to her singing around the house, I, you know, picked up on that. I guess that's where I get my talent from. My dad, her son, Blinky, from Blinky and the Roadmasters. He kept the culture alive with Quelbe. He's been to Washington, D.C. He's been honored also. So this is something, like,
0: close to my heart. Lady Mac captivated audiences with songs like Lend a Hand and Puppet Man. She says the inspiration for Lenda Han was witnessing a shift in the culture.
4: We see that we're losing our culture and the way that we are as a proud people. And so it takes the whole village.
0: And her song Puppet Man, that seemingly confronts the governor and his administration, she says was inspired by her and her family's own personal difficulties.
4: For myself, in particular, the, the one thing that Envision program, um, my mom has been waiting for help, and uh, haven't gotten help as yet. One time she's qualified, and next time she's not. But um, it's more listening to the whole the general public, and their complaints about uh, their needs not being met, and so I, I made it as a, a fun song because. Um, There were some people talking about, well, leave the governor alone. It's not just him that's running things. It's somebody that's advising him, you know, how these rumors go on. So I just build a song around that and um, make a fun song. I, I like to have fun on
0: stage. Let's now take a listen to an excerpt of her winning song, Puppet Man.
4: You appoint people in position Whom you know that ain't qualified The whole island full of tension Who pull in your strings and wire You are weed smoke cannabis To forget all of our woes Mr. Puppet Man, we ain't foolish Tell me who the hell have you took? I want to know, Mr. Puppet Man Do you like your strings? I want to know, Mister Puppet Man, and the tangle web it's weaving, the administration in chaos. Lord have mercy on us. We in the V.I. don't have a governor. We have
0: a puppet for a puppet master. The Department of Labor recently announced an increase in workers' compensation. The maximum benefit amount for disability income benefits has increased from $658 per week to $662 per week, which equates to about $132.40 per day. The new rate will affect all injuries that occurred on or about January 1st of this new year. For more information, contact the Workers' Compensation Administration Division at 340-773-1994 on St. Croix, or 340-776-3700 on St. Thomas. You can also visit the department's website at vidol.gov or the department's Facebook page. In attempts to combat the growing population of unwanted animals in the territory, the St. Croix Animal Welfare Center is hosting a free four-day spay and neuter event. Becca Hewson, the center's marketing and PR director, has the details.
5: We partnered with an amazing um, nonprofit called Visiting Veterinarians International. They're kind of like a Doctors Without Borders for veterinarians. They travel around the world and they offer free spay-neuter services. Um, we are in a five-year agreement with them and this is our second year, so we're, this is round two for us. Um, they get in next week and um, we are offering uh, from January 9th to January 12th. Free spay and neuter, free vaccinations, free microchipping, and free heartworm testing for the pets of St. Croix. And we are also offering it for uh, feral uh, cats and dogs. So if you have a feral cat colony near your house or you have some feral dogs in your neighborhood and you trap them, you can bring them to our event and we will spay and neuter them because... Only with the help of our community can we get control over our massive pet population problem here on St. Croix.
0: You're listening to the WTJX Newsfeed. The University of the Virgin Islands Board of Trustees will welcome two new appointees, both of who earned full support from senators during their confirmation hearing. Dr. Burt Peterson Jr. and Dr. Donna Christensen are awaiting the final sign-off from the governor to make their new roles official. In the meantime, however, they both say they are preparing themselves to serve. Dr. Peterson said he was honored to be in the role, particularly as the university searches for a new president.
1: The university is going through a transition right now, um, uh, looking for a new president. um, And with that will come a uh, a lot of change um, internally and how the university is seen externally. and this is why it becomes uh, such an important responsibility of the board because the board um a, a board of trustees is there to help guide and shepherd the new leader of the organization uh through a, a transition like this and all of the angst and you know other stuff that comes up with that both from faculty with staff the students and you know the 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 external stakeholders like the community uh, that comes along with that so um it's exciting and uh it's at the same time you know it's a bit sobering you know what's ahead for us
0: Dr. Peterson says he will play a role in helping to select the institution's new leadership.
1: I'm obviously will be coming into the more final stages of that process, but I will have an opportunity to engage in the selection process, which is you know actively ongoing at this time.
0: He says while many may feel because of his medical background that his focus would be on building the university's medical school, he says ensuring funding for the school, however, is just as important.
1: I think with any institution of higher learning, particularly our HBCUs, historically black colleges and universities, um, the issue always comes down to money. Like it's all great. Everything I said that I'm standing for, and I'm, I'm going to be a, a, you know, one of the beacons and I'm going to be safeguarding this, but you know what? It all requires money. And I think the thing that it's always there for me as a board member. Um, our, one of our number one responsibilities is to safeguard and to make sure that we uh, maintain the fiduciary responsibility that we have to the longevity of the institution.
0: Dr. Donna Christensen, who served as the Virgin Islands Delegate to Congress from 1997 until 2015, is no stranger to the university. She shared that she's been preparing for this new position.
6: I had a brief conversation with the chairperson yesterday. And um, so I have a lot to catch up on and what has actually been going on and what the plans are that are in place right now. But of course, the medical school is something that would be very important to me. Um, It's something that I have tangentially been involved in to, you know, as much as, as I could be on the outside. But um, I'm looking forward to being more involved in making sure that the medical school, or really what Dr. Hunt Caesar and I agree, should be a school of health sciences.
0: She shared that from the candidates being considered, she's looking for the best one who has the experience.
6: That they are creative, that they um, have some understanding of where the university is and where it should be. I mean, we're the only HBCU outside of the continental United States. I would expect them to be very sensitive to that and and see that as a plus and want to expand upon what that can mean for the university.
0: Following town hall events with the Department of Labor about unemployment insurance payroll variation tax methodology, the department shared that employers should be ready for the imminent implementation of a new tax system effective January 1st. From January 1st to March 31st, employers are required to remit taxes by April 30th of 2024 to avoid penalties and interest on their respective liabilities. The refined tax framework introduces three crucial components for employers' rates, such as a base contribution rate, solvency rate, and the tax rate factor, also known as the experience rate. By law, Commissioner Gary Malloy will disclose the total contribution rate for all Virgin Islands employers on or before January 31st. Individual experience rates will be communicated through notifications by mail or email. For more information, contact the Unemployment Insurance Division Tax Unit at 340-773-1994 on St. Croix or 340-776-3700 on St. Thomas. In our conversation with St. Croix Foundation President Deanna James about the most recent Kids Count data book that highlighted a significant decrease in the population of children, she said the data also showed that less children are being born in the territory.
7: It's not just people leaving the territory. That is a huge part of the problem. But we are, we are seeing less and less children. One of the, what we consider to be a bright spot, which is interesting, is that there's less teen births. So there's been success in terms of like you know reducing the number of child, child, um, teen pregnancies. But concurrent with that, there's also just a decrease overall in child births in the Virgin Islands.
0: Ms. James said that low birth rates is not a problem unique to the territory but it's an issue across the continental united states.
7: I think it's just one of those things that we as a territory have to have a really deep honest conversation. I think sometimes when the data comes out whether it's department of education puts out their data everybody focuses on the department of education and we don't look at the issue holistically that all of us have a role to play in how we address these issues. It's not one one single, you know, indicator, one single uh, stakeholder that's going to find the answer. I mean, we all have to put our, our you know our thought leadership and our you know brain power together to figure out, you know, the path forward.
0: You're listening to the WTJX newsfeed. The Department of Public Works is informing the community of upcoming road work on the Julian Jackson Drive East in St. Thomas. Starting Monday, January eighth, crews will be rehabilitating a segment of the roadway between nine AM to three PM. One lane closures traveling eastbound will be in effect and motorists are asked to proceed cautiously while traversing the area. Residents on St. Thomas are being invited to go sailing. Bobby Brooks, director of the St. Thomas Sailing Center, has the details.
8: We'll have two of these per year. It's uh, Sunday from 1 to 4, and it's free sailing. We want families to come out, uh, enjoy the club, enjoy the center, hear about what we have offering, um, and then take them out on boat rides. Uh, We have life jackets. We have our professional coaches on board, so it's a very safe safe experience. We'll have refreshments. We'll have discounts, and we'll have uh, some food that's available they could purchase, uh, but we'll have some free beverages.
0: Mr. Brooks said it's their effort in expanding outreach in the community.
8: We were adult sailing, but we are focusing now on the youth and actually trying to get more youth involved and families of local families here that are living here on the island, out on the water and participating uh, with us.
0: He says sailing is an activity for the entire family.
8: With the families, you can be at any age with the family, Uh, but we start our sailing our kids at around age four or five um and they we actually put them in little boats and we have people in the water swimming with them as they <laughs> kind of kind of steer the boat around it's not uh not too evasive it's pretty safe um all the way up into uh, we've got people here we have a, a past olympic sailor john foster i think he's close to about 80 something and he's out racing uh on sailing every day too so there's a huge age range there
0: for those interested in participating, Mr. Brooks provided directions to get there.
8: We are as if you're heading towards uh, the Ritz-Carlton and Red Hook. Uh, you would turn right before you get to the CalPitt uh, East um, condos. Uh, there's a little sign and we'll have a banner up there so people can see it. And uh, there'll be people there ushering people.
0: As we make our way down the newsfeed, we turn now to our regional report. A new joint currency will be launched this year for Curacao and St. Martin, more than a decade after they became autonomous within the Kingdom of the Netherlands. According to an annual report from the Central Bank of Curacao and St. Martin released late last year, the currency will be introduced in the second half of 2024. Reporting from the AP News shares the Caribbean guilder will replace the Netherlands Antillian guilder as mandated by a regional constitutional reform in October 2010 that changed the political status of Curaçao and St. Martin. The two islands now have autonomy over internal affairs, but the king of the Netherlands remains head of state and oversees defense and foreign diplomacy. The new currency will contain improved security features and will circulate alongside the current currency for three months after its introduction. Residents on both islands will be able to exchange the current Netherlands Antillian Gilder for the new currency for a period of 30 years at an equal rate. St. Vincent and the Grenadines is becoming a more dangerous place to live. That's according to the acting commissioner of police, Anvil Williams, who shared that the country's police force reported record amount of crime in 2023.
2: We have recorded In that period a record number of homicides and murders most of which were committed with the use of fire 52 murders and 3 homicides a total of 55 during the year also we've seen a slight increase in reported crime over the period 2022 in 23 we recorded a total of 4,132 criminal offences, as opposed to 4,070 in 2022, an increase of 1.5 percent.
0: The commissioner said the department would be implementing several strategies to combat the rising crime.
2: We are partnering with our experienced homicide detective from the UK, who is currently in the region to bring. And necessary training and knowledge base to our investigators to equip them to deal with complex offences that we start seeing. We are embarking, as of May one of this year, a 90-day period of firearm amnesty, where we are asking persons in possession of illicit firearms and ammunition to turn them into the police without being prosecuted for them.
0: There seems to be a blended forecast ahead for the territory. We're turning now to our weather forecast.
9: Here's the latest look at the short-term forecast for the Virgin Islands. I'm meteorologist Eric Weglars. It's a blend of sunshine and clouds this afternoon area-wide. Scattered showers are also possible near sunset. Temperatures will hold in the upper 80s at St. Croix. Winds from the southeast at 5 to 10 miles per hour. At St. Thomas and St. John, we'll also find highs in the middle to upper 80s. Winds from the southeast at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Any showers taper off to partly cloudy skies tonight area-wide. Lows back in the low 70s at St. Croix. Winds from the east-southeast at five to 10 miles per hour at St. Thomas and St. John. Lows in the middle 70s, winds a bit stronger, as high as 10 miles per hour overnight. Sunshine and clouds continue on Friday. There's the chance for a shower near sunset. Highs reach the middle 80s at St. Croix. Winds from the east at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And at St. Thomas and St. John, highs a bit cooler than what we see this afternoon. Only in the lower to middle 80s, winds remain from the east-southeast at 5 to 10 miles per hour. The rip current risk is low for area beaches as we go into the end of the weekend with winds lighter from the east and the southeast. That's the latest look at the short-term forecast. I'm meteorologist Eric Weglars.
0: We are at the end of today's WTJX News Feed. I'm Marcelina Ventura-Douglas. Join me every weekday at 5 p.m. And if you haven't already, be sure to download the WTJX app. And if you missed a part of our news, you can listen to it on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to tune in live on Friday for the Children's Parade and on Saturday for the Adults Parade on WTJX TV, Channel 12.